Money Sense is brought to you by the Ellenbecker Investment Group, three-time recipient to the Better Business Bureau's Torch Award for business ethics and integrity. The Ellenbecker Investment Group is the only Wisconsin investment company to receive this prestigious award more than once by providing exceptional planning and extraordinary service each and every day. Go to ellenbecker.com. Listen to Money Sun Saturdays at 2 p.m. and Sundays at noon. Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Karen Ellenbecker, founder and senior wealth advisor for the Ellenbecker Investment Group. We are located in Pewaukee, just east of Highway 164 and Capitol Drive. We're in that great, big, beautiful town bank building. We're also in the village of Whitefish Bay in the Equitable Bank building, which is kitty corner from Sendix and across from Winkies. We are now able to service our clients in Bonita Springs, Florida as well. And if you'd like more details, you can go to ellenbecker.com. My guest today is Jonathan Jackson. Jackson, and he is the artistic and executive director of the Milwaukee Film Festival. And Jonathan has been coming on each and every year to talk about the Milwaukee Film Festival. And the 2019 festival is um, being presented by the Associated Bank, and it's going to be from Thursday, October 17th to Thursday, October 31st. And it's our annual 15-day festival, and it's going to include feature films and short programs. And I think last year they screened more than 300 films, and we had over 80,000 attendees in 2018, which was absolutely amazing. And that makes Milwaukee stand out right up there proud, making it one of the 10 largest film festivals in the country. So that is very exciting. And, Jonathan, I think this has been a crazy, wonderful, fantastic building year. (laughs) Can you talk? I mean, last year when you came on, there were so many things happening, and now it's all sort of solidified. So can you talk about what's happened in this last year and some of your dreams? Because really, this whole Milwaukee Film Festival is birthed by you and Mm. your dream. Well, I um, am... feel incredibly lucky to be leading Milwaukee Film today. We're now 11 years old as an organization. We were started as a film festival and with an aspiration of making a really great film festival. You know, originally founded by Chris Abley of the Argosy Foundation and Bill and Carmen Haberman of the Hertzfeld Foundation. But we always had this idea that we could make more of an impact than beyond the, at the time, 11 days of the film festival and now 15 days. And several years of planning came together with our acquisition of the Oriental Theater in downtown, sort of east side of Milwaukee. And we're in the process of renovating, you know, 1926 built Golden Age Movie Palace that's open to the public. Two screens right now. The third screen, which is being completely refurbished, will open just prior to the film festival. But now we're able to execute our mission year-round, every day. And we've really transformed from an organization that tried and strived to make an impact on education and film culture and the larger community through film throughout the year now it is truly every single day that we're able to either do education screenings for youth do community festivals like the minority health film festival which was a new initiative launched in partnership with freighter and the medical college of wisconsin this past weekend to a growing film festival Uh, the milwaukee film festival this year now in its 11th year has really reached new heights, a uh, record number of venues this year for the film festival. And this is part of our growth and stated mission to serve the entire community of Milwaukee 
we're really trying to utilize film, which is so accessible. Everyone in our community can engage with it. Anyone of any background, any economic level, it's an affordable entertainment option. And with the Milwaukee Film and Milwaukee Film Festival, we're striving to build a cultural institution that can really be enjoyed by our entire community. And and sort of the celebration of the annual film festival is the culmination of that. When you look at Milwaukee and you look at this old theater that is being renovated, there's a culture there. There's a feeling that takes you back in time when you walk in there. And even during the film festival, you see the lines of people standing outside and talking. What does this do for Milwaukee? How does this keep Milwaukee in that competitive mode of mm-hmm. the types of the types of things that we can offer and um, and keep building? Yeah. Uh, well, I uh, I think that's a great comment because you know number one you have a venue that's considered one of the top ten movie palaces in the country, and the fact that our community is restoring it and preserving it is a statement. You know, organizations or media outlets like Entertainment Weekly have called it one of the 10 best movie palaces in the world. And what we've chosen to do is, you know, we ran a successful $10 million fundraising campaign to secure Milwaukee Films' future with the cash reserve, but to also invest 6 to $7 million in the building over the course of five years. The additional piece is now... Milwaukee Film has risen to become one of the largest, if not the largest, film culture institution in the Midwest. And that's in terms of the volume of work we're presenting throughout the year, uh, the budget of the organization, the staffing level, and to have an organization centered on film in Milwaukee that's larger or appear to organizations in bigger cities like Chicago and Minneapolis tells you that this community cares about culture, cares about film, and cares about the future because I'm really passionate about how film itself is, it's a medium that's evolving with the times. There are more people making films today than at any other time in its history, and some of that is really small uh, films that are made on our phones, and that can be people of all ages making those films. And it's just a, a communication tool that is becoming innate because we all carry around these phones that are l- little mini <laughs> movie makers that you, the technology on these phones is incredible because the, that camera technology just 10 years ago would have cost you $100,000 to purchase. Now that is available on our phones and kids are making their social media uh, uh, videos, but it's actually teaching them filmmaking communication. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a growing economic sector even still today, but it's also, you know, a cultural sector. And because it's so accessible, we believe that film can reach everyone in Milwaukee. And, you know, ultimately through the film festival, our, our pinnacle event annually, that's our goal. Jonathan, when you talk about movies and film, I know at the Oriental we have some of the latest movies that are there, and then you talk about film. Can you, for my listeners, just talk about the the difference in why it's where the impact that film can make on a community? Well, I, you know, I think a, a great example <clears throat> is uh, during the month of August. At the Oriental Theater, we were showing uh, a movie called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is the latest film by Quentin Tarantino, which is a you know huge megastars, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, Margot Robbie, 
uh, really creative filmmaking concept, but it is a mass market movie. Um, we're showing that film alongside a film like Give Me Liberty. Give Me Liberty was a film that was entirely made in Wisconsin by local artists living in Wisconsin. And it's a story uh, that has sort of international roots. It's a story about immigrants because it's the story of uh, primarily a, a Russian immigrants in Milwaukee who are sort of striving to chase their version of the American dream. Um, and that movie itself actually outperformed Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in Milwaukee. And that's a story about how, you know, a community can come around and come together around something. We're proud uh, of our own here and our own artistic ability here. And what's proud for Milwaukee film about that is that film came to fruition in part because of our support. It received a $30,000 cash production grant from us three years ago that if it hadn't received that, that film may never have been made. And so that is how Milwaukee film is contributing to not just cinema viewing culture, but also making, having stories being told and heard. And ultimately for me, the experience of seeing film in a theater is so special because you do it as a community and that communal viewing and the conversations you have around that is what makes the culture special and what better place to do it than in a palace like the Oriental Theater that has a history that reminds all of us um, sort of that that film is magical and that it's different and unique. And I just I like seeing movies and palaces like that. It just sort of to me connotes the magic of the movies and come alive. Yes. <laughs> you know, we've we've lost so many different things in our society, which brings people together. And granted, you can go on Netflix and you can go on a lot of different places to sit in your own home and watch watch a, a movie or watch a documentary. But when you get amongst the people and the energy and you see it on a screen, it has such an impact on your heart and you walk out of there and you see the hustle and bustle and people talking. It's it is magical. Yeah, and it I, is. And bringing your kids, so many of these things. And we're going to take a break in just a minute and talk about some of the film and how you select the films. It's, it's just incredible for children to be exposed to that. It's one of my favorite pieces, uh, being able to take my own children to yes. the film festival every year. My guest today is Jonathan Jackson, and he is the artistic and executive director of the Milwaukee Film, and the Milwaukee Film Festival is going to be Thursday, October 17th through Thursday, October 31st. It's a 15-day festival, and we're going to stay tuned because we're going to talk about some of the amazing films that are going to be shown and how you can become a member of Milwaukee Film, and you can attend these. And uh, absolutely, if you're looking for some gifts to give to people this year, boy, what a great gift that would be. And with that, we'll be right back. Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Karen Ellenbecker. My guest today is Jonathan Jackson, and he is the artistic and executive director of the Milwaukee Film. And Jonathan has been coming to talk to us about the film festival since 2013. And so it has continued to grow, which is very exciting. And Jonathan, I know I had a little bit of a preview of some of the great films that are coming to um, to the film festival and 
it's it's almost daunting to think about all the films that you screen. Karen, it, in order, it is daunting. It is daunting to to think about all taking this year and all the requests that you get. And I'm guessing how it works is that a lot of people want. I mean, how many films actually want to be shown at the film festival? I mean, it's 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 kind of unlimited <laughs> because of the way we select the films for the festival we're what you would call a curated film festival so our programming team uh, literally scours the globe travels to film festivals throughout the world has an open submission process and has a rigorous research process looking at all of these film festivals and identifying which films are screening at the most film festivals, which films are receiving critical accolades. And I, I just can't overstate how there is more filmmaking in the world today. There's more great filmmaking in the world today than ever before. But the challenges in how you get that to a consumer and how you sort through the mass of film that's out there. And, and Milwaukee film acts as a content curator. We, strive to find the best mix of films for Milwaukee. We're not trying to necessarily be the festival that discovers the the you know best new film in the world. Our striving is to curate the best selection of 300 movies you're going to find anywhere in the world. And so we rely on films that have screened at several film festivals around the world. Our festival really serves as a best of, and that way our audience gets to experience the best film festival possible. And they get to vote. And they get to vote. <laughs> and that's always a favorite is yes. tracking the audience award every year and to see um, which films end up being. And there's often some surprises with that. It's it's fun to see how um, individual choices are, are rated by the audience. But, you know, one of the things that we – philosophy that we live by with – festival programming is really trying to serve the entire community of Milwaukee. And, and one of the ways we do that is through our program categories. And so there's films literally for everyone that you could imagine in Milwaukee, including youth. We have a great section called Rated K for Kids, which is for parents and for grandparents to bring their children as young as three years old to shorts programs or feature films that are actually picked by educators in the festival. That's just, it's a great experience for first time moviegoers that goes along with a program that is for people who love music. So there's a program called sound vision and those are all music documentaries where you'll have some of the most iconic musicians of the day uh, of our time. This year, there's a film on on Miles Davis. There's a film. Last year, you had Sammy Davis. Last year, there was wow, a Wow, that film was on amazing. Sammy Davis. This new film uh, called Miles Davis, Birth of the Cool, is you know an excellent look uh, at his entire life. A lot of stuff that you wouldn't expect, you know, all carried along by his uh, just amazing music. But there's also a a documentary on the lead singer of In Excess. There's a documentary about this iconic country music bar um, that has debuted and performed a lot of the great country music musicians over time. But then, you know, go to a different program in the festival and you have um, a film uh, called Film Feast, which is a curated selection of movies about the culinary arts. So as you see with the festival, there's really films for everyone. 
Um, you know, one of the things that, that I like to spotlight with the festival are sort of some movies that you might not normally seek out, but are, in my opinion, some of the best movies of the year, a film like Top End Wedding, which to me is like a good example of what you see at a film festival. It's an Australian film um, that is a really heartwarming comedy, family comedy, about a couple who's getting married in Australia, and there's one hitch for this great, amazing (laughs) planned wedding, which is that the bride's mother is missing. And so they have to go on a quest through the outback in Australia to try to find and convince the mother of the bride to attend the wedding. And it traces back into the aboriginal roots of the bride. And it's it's a film about history, about family. It's funny. Mm -hmm. It's extremely well made, gorgeous visuals. And that's a film that, you know, audiences in Milwaukee would never have the chance to see without the festival. You know, another film that's like sort of unexpected in the festival where, you know, some people stereotype, oh, a film festival is just these uh, crazy art movies that I have to wear a beret to go see. (laughs) Well, no, we have a documentary this year called Loopers, which is the Caddy's Long Walk. Uh, That is a documentary narrated by Bill Murray, who, uh, if you didn't know, played a caddy in a movie that (laughs) some people talk about or have seen uh, called Caddyshack. Caddyshack. (laughs) Um, But this is actually a documentary about caddies, and it's about the relationship of caddies with their golfer. You go to all of the iconic golf courses, incredible visual footage of those courses. You know, one of the great stories is the relationship of Tom Watson and his caddy, Bruce Edwards. Um, but it's a it's a fun, uh, gorgeous look at sort of that secondary story to the star that often isn't told. But, you know, one of the favorite documentaries we've ever shown by our audience um, was a documentary about backup singers 20 feet from mm-hmm. stardom. This movie is very similar to that in that it's not the backup singers, but it's the caddies, and it's the story of the caddies and there um uh and the golfer you know another movie that strongly recommend this is uh, a sort of surprise announcement to the festival it's a movie that is a sure front runner for the oscars this year and you could see it first at the film festival it's called marriage story uh again you know you find these small films in the festival like top end wedding that you'd never see otherwise and you find films like marriage story which stars scarlett johansson and Adam Driver, and this is a movie about sort of the dissolution of a marriage. And it's incredibly heartfelt, incredibly well told, uh, amazing accolades for the acting performances in the film, uh, and it's a new film from Noah Baumbach. Uh, so that's a film that, you know, is is sort of that unique experience you can have at a festival seeing it a month or more before the general public can. Um Another movie, opening night this year, really excited by the opening night film. It's called I Want My MTV. (laughs) Uh, And so this is a documentary for absolutely all ages. It's a celebratory movie that looks at entrepreneurship and brand building in the spirit of how MTV was created in the 80s and 90s and then sort of its evolution to today. But it's about how a cultural moment formed around this new television statement and 
uh, television station and how it impacted the larger culture. All of the famous musicians from that era are interviewed in the documentary. The people behind the scenes who actually created MTV are a part of it. And at the screening on opening night, the directors of the movie will be there. Uh, some of the people uh, who were interviewed in the film who created MTV will be there. And so it's both a, a fun look at a popular culture moment, but it's also at its core a story of a business and how that was created. And it's one of my favorite movies in, in the festival itself. My guest today is Jonathan Jackson, and he is the artistic and executive director of the Milwaukee Film. And when we come back, Jonathan, let's let's talk a little bit about um, some of the things. I know you've got a whole list here of um, of different films, but one of the things that I think Milwaukee doesn't realize that Milwaukee Film participates in is really getting the kids to the festival and filling up the theater and helping kids to really understand the value of film. And what I love about it is I've gone to so many of the films and every time I come out feeling like I've learned something or I felt something and, um, and sometimes I'll look and think, oh, you know, is that really going to be interesting? And it, I remember the one year was the uh, wine somales. And learning about what they actually go through to do that, I was just so impressed. So there are great films coming, great things for kids. And with that, we'll be right back. No radio handy? No problem. Listen to WISN's live audio stream 24-7 via the web. Just click on the Listen Online tab at Newstalk1130.com. Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Karen Ellenbecker, founder and senior wealth advisor for the Ellenbecker Investment Group. I know that you're absolutely loving hearing about the Milwaukee Film Festival, which is going to be from Thursday, October 17th through Thursday, October 31st. It's a 15-day festival, and if you have some friends of yours that you want to invite and go with, and you'd love to have them hear this interview, go to ellenbecker.com, and you'll see radio shows. Click on that and Money Sense will come up, and you'll see Jonathan's um, interview, and you can forward that to anyone you like and plan those fun days at the um, at the film festival. Jonathan, talk a little bit more about some of the films and how families can get involved and how they can bring their children. And I know if we're listening to schools, we've you've reached out to so many of the schools in the Milwaukee area that bring busloads of kids. Yeah. Well, it's exciting. There will be over 9,000 youth in our community who participate in the festival uh, this year. Uh, we do education screenings that are private early in the morning uh, at the Oriental Theater. A thousand kids uh, goes first through third grade, fourth through sixth, sixth through eighth high school. Uh, really important to note here that my daughter in first grade will attend her first education <laughs> screening as part of the without you Milwaukee Film Festival. I will be. I will. I get. You'll the, be there. I, I get the privilege of announcing. Um, that, <laughs> but she's going to go with screening. a group now. Yes, so Before she, it was with you and her brother. Now it's correct. Now she gets the the whole feel of the school, the kids in her classroom going. And the great thing about the education screenings program, which is supported by incredible philanthropy in Milwaukee, is that, yes, it's going to see that movie at the theater, but it's also about going to that theater and having an architectural experience in that theater that the majority of youth have never stepped foot inside of. 
it's about the wraparound experience back in the classroom where they learn about um, both filmmaking and how to understand filmmaking media literacy, but also about the subject matter of a given film, which can tie into various types of curriculum. And so that's something, a program we've, we've run for, for nearly a decade and just thrilled with the growth of our education screenings program. And the same thing happens at the film festival. There's really films for all ages. I think the shorts programs that <laughs> are called kids shorts, size small for three plus, size medium for six plus, and size large for nine plus are some of the best experiences of the festival. You know, 60 minute program. There will be eight, nine, ten short films mixed together. And it, it's great also for the attention span of kids because it's constantly changing up. You know, some of the films will literally only be two or three minutes long. Um, in our kids' short size small program, you can get a flavor of what you would expect just by listing the titles of some of the movies. One is uh, My Hamster and I. <laughs> uh, one is called Peas. One is called Mr. Grumpy, Mr. Crumpy, and Mr bumpy uh and another is called a tiger with no stripes so you get a really good feel for that and, and you've got popcorn oh the there's best popcorn, popcorn the old-fashioned popcorn and, and brewer's yeast if you want you yep. can put on it and right across the street kitty corner is the yogurt place absolutely i mean you can make you know for me as i take my grandchildren i mean there's my fishers right there mm -hmm. within walking there's a yogurt place can't have for them, they have to have popcorn, so it it truly can be this whole experience. Then you can come back for another film, and that's. I mean, <laughs> the festival is about that community experience. It's about um, how your experience of going to the movie and seeing a movie is just one piece of the component. I'm always struck by how. I literally have a number of people tell me that one of their favorite experiences of the festival is waiting in line because yes. they meet new people, they talk to people about the movies they're seeing, and you get a, a, a unique sense of community. People say how Milwaukee just feels a little bit different during the film festival, and I, I always love that comment, and, and I'm quite proud of that. You know, speaking of families and youth, a couple of years ago, we realized that there actually weren't many teens attending the film festival itself. They were attending our education programs, but they weren't necessarily seeking out the festival. And so uh, we developed a new program called Teen Screen in the film festival. And this is a public program. Anyone can buy a ticket and attend these films. Uh, this was actually created by a public ally. So Public Allies is a nonprofit uh, that works nationally where um, youth who just recently graduated from college do a year of service in a nonprofit. And we had a public ally, uh, Gregory Thomas at Milwaukee Film, who created this program called Teen Screen. And um, that program now has youth in Milwaukee, teens, actually pick four movies in the festival that we screen to, to all audiences in the festival. There's one in particular that I think is going to be a favorite of our audience at this year's festival. It's called Stars by the Pound. Uh, it's actually a French film, so it's in French with English subtitles. All the films that are in foreign language in the festival have English subtitles. Uh, but this is an inspirational, laugh-out-loud, funny comedy about a, a, a French 
youth and one in particular a girl who dreams of being an astronaut she has one challenge though which is that she's overweight and she weighs several hundred pounds she has a sort of indomitable spirit though and she sort of pushes against stereotypes of her body and her body type and it's about her dream of chasing becoming an astronaut and it's really funny inspirational but to be a part of this process and watch the teens who select these films they come to several times to our office during the summer to watch films and consider which they're going to show it, it, it it's a new way that we're giving them a voice and that they're participating in the festival and that hopefully we're also having more teens then come to the festival itself. So thrilled about a program like that. You know, in addition, I'd share, you know, unique experiences or something special for a film festival. You talk about the Oriental Theater as a, a movie palace. Well, live music accompaniment is something that I think is one of the really special things we can do at the Oriental Theater. And we're showing one of the iconic um, classic silent films ever made. It's a film called Passion of Joan of Arc. And that's a film from the 1920s. Um, that's the story of Joan of Arc, considered one of the great cinema movie-making masterpieces ever. And this is going to be accompanied by a live score, a group of local musicians and and electronic musician uh, created an original live score to this iconic 1920s movie. And to see that in the festival with that live score, that's always one of the favorite things for our audiences to experience at the festival. Um, you know, another film that to me epitomizes sort of how film can shine a spotlight on people who you might not have ever heard about before. Um, everybody knows about Jane Goodall, uh, famous um, uh, biologist. She uh, developed this unique story around her relationship to animals. Well, there's another story that's very much less known, which is about a doctor, a female doctor, who did about the same thing in the 1950s, still working to this day, but with giraffes. And it's called The Women Who, the Woman Who Loves Giraffes. And Dr. Anne Ines um, dedicated her career to the study of giraffes. The majority of the time, she was ridiculed for her pursuit of this in this male-dominated industry. Um, she wasn't accepted, um, but it's now only in her late career today that she's actually being recognized for the work she did that pioneered the study of giraffes. And, I mean, what's better than seeing the relationship <laughs> between this woman and the giraffe that she loves and then the generation of um, zoologists who came after her, who all relied on her study, her innovative study um, that she did practically under persecution from, from the 50s to, to the 70s and 80s. So that's the type of inspiration you can see at the festival. Um, I can go on forever talking about different movies. It's, it's such a wonderful recipe of films in, in, in the festival this year. I have to mention a film called Toni Morrison, The Pieces I Am. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we lost Toni Morrison this year. Um, great tragedy of one of the great writers um, of our time. This incredibly timely documentary that was made uh, and finished just before her death. 
and so if you're a fan of of literature, if you're a fan of Toni Morrison, um, what a festival experience to go and see Toni Morrison, The Pieces I Am. There's a lot you learn about her life that you didn't know before. Um, you know, an accomplished editor for a long time in addition to her work as as a writer. Let's take a quick break, our last break, actually, and then um, I know that you have a couple more things um, in your pocket here to talk about for the film festival, but I know that it's a huge impact in Milwaukee. And one of the things, Jonathan, that you and the board have been so great about doing is um, developing relationships and partnerships in the community with the colleges, with, you know, the universities here and um, other other um, filmmakers to really elevate the Milwaukee film and to attract people to come to Milwaukee. And it is all about Milwaukee, and it's about our home and where we live. And the Milwaukee Film Festival, as you've heard, as we've been talking, is always looking for the pieces that they can add to the programming to really fill out the complete circle. And so my guest today is Jonathan Jackson. He is the artistic and executive director of the Milwaukee Film, and we'll be right back. Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Karen Ellenbecker. My guest today is Jonathan Jackson, and he is the artistic and executive director of the Milwaukee Film. And this is really his baby that he's taken um, right from the very beginning to launch it, and it has grown and grown and grown. And this year promises to be one of our best film festivals ever. It's from Thursday, October 17th through Thursday, October 31st, and it runs, I, I have to say, almost every day, all day <laughs> until late at night. So whether you're working or you're off, we have I have so many friends and that actually take off that week as a vacation week just so that they can get as many films as they possibly can. You can go to www.mkefilm.org. And Jonathan, why don't you lead out by telling people um, how they can get involved before we even Great. go into some of the other partnerships and wonderful things that are happening in Milwaukee. Well, there's so many different ways to <laughs> engage with the festival. Obviously, you can go to the website mkefilm.org and you can purchase a ticket to an individual showing uh, tickets for adults are $13 seniors $12 um, you there's number of ways on the um, festival website to help you pick movies that you'll be likely to enjoy so really it's a very user-friendly tool go to the website to try to purchase a ticket for the festival and i the, also and the the films um the booklet will be where uh the booklet will be at all the venues for the film festival so we're at a record eight uh screens uh for the festival this year the oriental theater on the east side of Milwaukee, uh, were new this year at the Rivoli in Cedarburg and the Broadway Theater Center, which houses Skylight Opera Theater in the Third Ward in Milwaukee. We're also on Kinnikinick in Bayview at the Avalon Theater. We're at the Times, in, Times Cinema uh, in Milwaukee. Um, and, you know, with the festival venues and the lineup, there's really so many different ways that you can see movies 
I really encourage people also to consider volunteering. You can earn a free ticket if you volunteer for the film festival. We need volunteers at all of our cinemas for the festival, and it's a great way also to meet people. Um, if you want to get really engaged, the festival um, a way to do it is to become a member of Milwaukee Film that supports our nonprofit. Um, you get the best ticket deals that way for the film festival and also year-round at the Oriental Theater. And um, to become a member of the film festival, it's, you know, again, a donation to the nonprofit Milwaukee Film. Uh, but you can do that for, for just $80. Um, and you get 12 free movies because you get to see a member screening once a month all year round at the Oriental Theater. But again, mkefilm.org. It's a, a great way to engage with the film festival and to understand how to participate. Jonathan, let's talk a little bit about what you see of the upcoming year. And I know you've got corporate sponsorships and how you're engaging the community to get involved and to support the Milwaukee film. So as a cultural institution, <laughs> Milwaukee film is like lucky because we work with film and every individual film we have gives the opportunity to tell a different story or to partner with a, a different group, whether it's a fellow nonprofit, whether it's a corporation, whether it's a university or a medical institution or a corporation. As you said, you know, we're presented by Associated Bank, um, but we work with over 100 individual corporate sponsors annually and over 300 um, individual small businesses or nonprofits and connecting to the individual movies in the festival. One I'd spotlight a unique partnership we have is with Marquette University, for example. Uh, there's a film in the festival called Cooked survival by zip code and this is a film that looks at a documentary that looks at a deadly heat wave in chicago in 1995 and this is a film that is sort of a really hard-hitting look about survival in chicago that could really be determined by your zip code there were so many deaths that occurred as a result of this but those deaths were only in minority communities that were underfunded uh, in terms of both city resources and in terms of, you know, access to proper medical care. And the reason, I don't want to speak for Marquette University, but Marquette University has taken a pretty strong stance on social justice and about the needs of our community to invest in itself. And this is an example where they're choosing to spotlight an issue about disadvantaged zip codes. And it's such a unique way to spotlight that mission of theirs in the festival by partnering on a film that, you know, isn't one that necessarily will get the most attention in the festival, but it's a great film that is important for a community like ours to take a close look at. And basically every single film in the festival you can look at and has these various partnerships um, throughout the festival. And it speaks to how film is something that the entire community of Milwaukee can engage with. And that's really what I see in our future is the film festival this year will be our, our pinnacle event, 15 days celebration of cinema. But our expansion has really only just begun. We're going to continue to invest in, revitalize, expand our programming at the Oriental Theater on the east side of Milwaukee. 
But our goal is also to continue to expand the venues for the film festival long term. And this year we added two new venues. Uh, frankly, we hope to be able to do the same thing next year. Um, would love to to see a, a, a venue long term, uh, even near your location where we're sitting here today by your uh, Pewaukee office. Um, you know, I really believe that if we're striving to serve the entire region of southeastern southeastern wisconsin one of the ways you can do that is by having venues that are accessible to all people and so we're rapidly in the next few years going to try to expand the footprint of the festival all towards the mission of of reaching new audiences in the region and it's it's all about education and how can we not want to support that mission of the Milwaukee film to really enhance the education. And by being a corporate sponsor, I know we've sponsored a film. It's, it's a delight to do. It's wonderful for our clients because we give them tickets to go. And, um, as you said, there's large corporations and small corporations. Everyone can get involved in some way. Mm-hmm. Every single person in the community can get involved by getting a ticket, going, and experiencing it. It's really exciting. And now when I can think of all the clients that I have mm-hmm. that have participated in the Milwaukee film in some way, it it's just it's a treasure to know that I've been able to bring that. And that's what Milwaukee, that's what the film festival wants to bring to everybody. And it's uh, it's a really unique way to engage with your audience, whether it's your employees, whether it's your patrons of your business. Um, for me, I always love the movies that you choose to partner with in the festival <laughs> because they sort of they're they're usually inspirational stories or they share a new perspective that you wouldn't expect about the globe and about the world. And to me, that's sort of that's the nature of the film festival and. The and Way to Water, which you're sponsoring oh, this wait, year yes. in the festival, <laughs> is one of those movies that's just like, what, a, a blind kayaker, huh? Uh, <laughs> but it's a movie that's gorgeously visual, but also is just a, a an amazing documentary. My guest today is Jonathan Jackson, the artistic and executive director of the Milwaukee Film. You can go to ellenbecker.com. You can click on um, on radio shows. You can go to Money Sense, see Jonathan's. If you didn't get a chance to write down all of those shows, you can listen to the tape or you can share it with a friend. Join, sign, go. You will absolutely have an experience <laughs> of a lifetime. Jonathan, thank you. Thank you, thank, thank you. Thank you. I always look forward to this time of the year. And as always, I hope that I've made a difference in your personal and financial well-being. Remember, before we plan, before we advise, before we invest, we always, always, always listen. Have a great weekend.